like it's going to be weird i don't know just just i'm just tuning it out it's too complicated it's it's a mess it is it is a mess and i think that guy that adam guy is going to pull it through because absentee ballots are coming in i think it's because you know it favors us now welcome to the weekly show about art politics and pop culture from a phenomenally female perspective i'm sarah I'm Shantae. I'm Eliane, and this is Unapologetically She. everyone welcome to this special post midterm election episode of unapologetically she uh, we are here with myself sarah with shante and with our guest host from this week tiff and uh we're just going to break down our thoughts on the uh midterms so i'll let y'all ladies get started <laughs> so i know what the political maven down down there mm-hmm um let's see where do i even want to begin so it looks like we will keep the senate there's still a lot of mail-in ballots that are coming in obviously mail still rolling in um in arizona and nevada but most of it is from clark county which is in nevada where las vegas is and that is where we know is a stronghold for Democrats. So the thought is that CCM or Catherine Cortez Masso will win re-election. Um, we're also waiting to hear from Arizona. There's a lot of a lot of mail still to sort through. And so we will probably get, an, I think we're supposed to get an update this evening on Arizona. As you remember in 2020, we had to wait forever for Arizona mm-hmm. all that. So it is nothing, nothing surprising here same same trajectory we're gonna wait a couple days we'll probably know everything by friday with the exception of probably alaska we'll see if that even matters at that point because they have um, ranked choice so they have to do like all these different rounds of the ranked choice so that may take a little while but from the senate perspective i think we're okay um we can we i'm not gonna say relax on that one but we i feel pretty good about that we will get to 50 and we will still contain, you know, maintain our, our, our leadership there as Democrats. And then we have the runoff for Georgia. So we'll see how that goes. Um, my husband walked in last night and he was like, hold on, people actually voted for Herschel Walker? Yes, people did. Surprisingly, they did. I don't know what the hell they saw. He's like, what is going on? I was like, listen, I have no idea. So Herschel Walker and Warnock part two is coming up. Um, as far as the house is concerned, we're just going to wait and see what happens. It could it, right now they're predicting that the Republicans can fall anywhere between 208 and 223. So if they get to 208, you know what that means. Anything less than 218 means that the Democrats can, you know, maintain control. So it is a numbers game at this point. Whoever can, whoever gets the most out of the remaining seats will win. And there's still a lot of toss ups. There's still um, some a lot of races that have are still, you know, being in my state, there's still Maryland six is still waiting to be decided because 
we have the we have one of the slowest um, systems of vote counting in the country, and we're a blue state, and so does New York. So New York 22 is still waiting, which mm-hmm. is, and then Colorado 08 is another another one that was a new seat, and maybe we can pick that up. It looks like she's the lead, and then there's mm-hmm. Bobert and Zinke. Those are two that could possibly flip from Bobert to Colorado 03. Zinke is Mount Montana. So pretty interesting to see how it's going to go, but that's, that's where I'm at. That's what I'm thinking right now. Shantae. I have a feeling that Kevin McCarthy will not be, I don't not think I know he's not going to be the house leader because his party hates him and they even hate Scalise. They hate them. Yep. And, And word on the street, they even hate Stephonic. They hate them all. Versus, at least in our party, there's some cohesion. Now, if, because we are going to have the house, and people keep saying, why you keep manifesting? Manifesting is the best thing. So, you know, I manifest on Hochul. She was going to win. Believe it or not, I did. Mm-hmm. Um, time later, I knew Tish. I knew all the rest of them was going to win. I manifest. So once, like, I, because I was a little nervous at first, but then I was just like, I saw the turnout yesterday. I was like, oh, she got this. Because turnout was good in the city. Oh, it was awesome. And Albany, it was good, too. Because mm-hmm. yeah, Albany, it was. it was good in Albany. It was good in Monroe. It was definitely good in the city, except Staten Island. <laughs> it, was, it, was, it was good in um, Buffalo. And, and the Democrat, it was really good turnout in all of our Democratic strong, strongholds in the state. Oh. It was, it was, it was good. Like stickers was out. I, I want my pen and my sticker. And I got my pen and my sticker because it was not that many left. Because in the city, they give you a stylus pen on the bottom. Mm. And then it's like the one you, and then when you have your, it's like you sign like on an iPad. Like they give those out now to, they've been doing that, stylus pens. I want a stylus pen. They're not going to do that in my district. The last time I voted in New York, which was, was probably... I moved in 20 in 2007. So the last time I voted was probably 2006 and they were still using the little, the big gigantic machines that you turn the little knob mm. old school. I didn't, I didn't know what like electronic voting was until I voted in 2008 here. I had no idea what the hell that was. It was, it's insane. But that machine was like, so, so old and so bootleg and you had to click, 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 click. That's yeah, and the man. thing, yep, that that was like, that was when I voted in 2004. But now they have, if you scan your ballot through, they give you a stylus pen, they give you a sticker. Nice. So, yeah, I have a feeling we're going to maintain the house. Maybe not much. Maybe we'll pick up like two or three seats. We'll have 220. You know, we pick that up and Nancy Pelosi will still remain. Now, if she does remain the house speaker, which she is, that hopefully Steinberger and the other one that just won they see, like they vote for Nancy Pelosi as House Speaker. Nancy may not be running for Speaker. She um she recently said that um with her husband's attack um, that she's reevaluating. Mm, that's so sad. Yeah, and I thought it would wake people up, but obviously not. No, no. It didn't. Or, that's that's fucking disappointing because I, it's not okay. It is not fucking okay. And 
Because if she does not, I think it's going to be Hakeem Jeffries mm -hmm. because he's another popular one. Um, since Saturday, when at the Get Out the Vote event, it, his energy is so good. And he was the only one that understood the casual assignment on Saturday. Everybody was in a fucking suit. And I'm just like, him and, 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 and what's it? No, him and Yvette Clark understand Dress Down. They knew what Dress Down was. Yeah. Sorry, my husband's walking back and forth. My daughter's in the bathtub, so. <laughs> Honey. Uh, yeah, she, uh, she kept like correcting me last night whenever I would swear. And like my husband- Oh man. Yeah. Well, yeah. And I mean, there was a whole lot of swearing, but, um, even like last, like with the, when the return started coming in last night, immediately with like the first Republican win, which wasn't even a flip, it was an incumbent. And my husband is immediately going, I don't like this. I don't like this. And I'm like, dude, your job is to keep me calm. <laughs> like, don't be saying shit like that and getting me going right off the bat. It is your job to help me keep my shit together tonight. <laughs> He did not understand the assignment. <laughs> oh man, how we roll. They're like, they're worse than us sometimes. Sometimes, yeah. And I'm My just dad like, didn't keep his cool. He said, you see what they did to Stacey Abrams? <laughs> he said, did your, did your nephews vote for her, Brenda? <laughs> you know, which my cousins probably did. So, you know, they're not like them dusty men down there, you know, like Michael Santiago Render. Did you see? I know who that is. I do. I listened to my husband go off on a five minute rant this morning about what a bitch he is. That Michael Santiago Render with his fat ass. But don't you see? This is the problem right here that these, these people don't want to take responsibility for the rhetoric that they put out there. Mm -hmm. Like, I mean, granted, you know, there was a lot of black men and black people, period. Even Latinos in Georgia was like 50, over 50% that voted. And then it was what? White women, like 23% or something. It was something really low. Mm -hmm. And I said it from the beginning, this is, this, this race is about white people. They're going to determine black. There's not enough black people to determine a race. It doesn't matter what state you are. They are the, the majority. So you have to get a majority of white people. And some people understood the assignment. Pennsylvania understood the assignment. They said, mm -hmm. okay, you don't want to take away our rights. They knew what the risk was. You know, Dobbs was on the line. They were going to vote. New York understood the risk. They, they did what they had to do. Um, my state's at the same way in Maryland. So the Arizona probably in the end, hopefully they will they will vote for um for Kay Hobbs instead of Carrie Lake. There's other states. Last last I heard on Arizona, um, word was that Carrie Lake was gonna pull ahead on right. one of the batches, but then there would be another batch coming in and then Katie Hobbs would be pulling ahead again. Maricopa. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you know Maricopa. That's the slow one of the slowest counties count. Lord have mercy. Mm. They understood some people under some states. So we can't, we can't like blanket statement. Like if this wasn't a little bit different Then we can't just say, well, so-and-so amount of white women didn't do their job. No, they did their job in certain states. Florida, what the hell? Georgia, what in the hell? I mean, this, 
what is it that you're even Wisconsin and and Michigan got it right with where they reelected Gretchen Whitmer mm-hmm. and they messed up on on Mandela Barnes, but we already know there's a little bit of Bernie bro bullshit there. But they got Evers back in even Oregon that people were so worried about Oregon. Um, Tina was able to get reelected. And so, Maine, Maine got a Democratic governor. Shocking. Oh, and and the other one, Massachusetts, who had the who had a Republican governor um, elected um, a lesbian woman. So yeah. we made strides last night. It may feel like we didn't do what we need to do because we are so unsettled, but we won. Well, and, and then lot- on, and on top of all of that, Minnesota and Michigan both flipped their state legislatures blue. So depends, and Pennsylvania also. Yeah. I mean, we made, like I said, we and made. we're keeping ours blue. Yeah, I mean, listen, we, there's, there was stuff to be gained. I feel like, remember after like last year in 20, 2021, after Virginia and everyone was like freaking out and we were like, then we looked at it, it was like, oh shit, we kind of did win a little bit. So I feel like when everything is just hitting us all at once, it feels like so like stressful and anxiety ridden and you don't know what's going to happen. Listen, it is all up in the air. No one knows what's going to happen. We, we can, we, we can presume. So manifest whatever it is. I, I know other people are like, you know, everyone's nervous, but whatever's going to happen, people already voted. Whatever's going to happen is going to happen. It's all out of our control at this point. So just go with the flow. I'm not joining any spaces. I'm not joining. I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it. Everyone's stressing me out. So, okay. So I just looked at this thing oh decisions as 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 things currently stand um democrats are i mean um republicans are set to win 209 seats but i don't know the rest either i couldn't see the rest of the the so yeah it's probably the same thing they have before 209 to 220 something so they don't know like these these predictors think that they're fortune tellers and now they're like shit in the bed like what the hell is gonna happen i don't know like last night on MSNBC with freaking Steve Kornacki. Well, the Republicans are up so many, but it's plus or minus 13. It's like, just say you don't know, dude, because we don't know. Like, stop. Everybody keeps saying, well, New York messed things up. I was like, it was gerrymandered. That's what happened. But we still kept our Democratic strongholds. We only just lost three Democratic strongholds, honestly, because New York 1 and New York 2 was not ours. They weren't ours. And I think another Republican district wasn't ours. Like New York three, four, and 17 was the and was the only ones that technically split. Still mm-hmm. are. Right. And then when when they did the redistricting and they combined uh Carolyn Maloney and um Jerry Nadler's districts. So we knew we were gonna lose one of them regardless. Because you can't have two representatives in the same district. It's like that whole redistricting map after the census and everything just is all fucked up. That's why it's important to fill out the census. Bingo, fill out the fucking census. And, and it's also why I like to remind people, do not count on blue liberal states to bail you out because shit can change. That the state legislature can change. The census can change things where they do the redistricting. You know, it's like, it is not a given. So don't take those blue liberal states for granted and assume we're going to be okay. We still have to get out there and vote and maintain a blue state. 
And people need to stop voting against their interests too, because mm. Lord knows, Sarah, your demographic. White women (laughs) will call themselves an ally to your face and then stab you in the back with their vote. That's what I put up on Twitter today. I will say it on the show right now. That's what they did in Georgia. It's what they did in Florida. Like white women, I am so fucking disappointed in you. Like I, I'm not surprised, but I'm disappointed in a lot of these key states. Like Tiff said earlier, we stepped up and we did the right thing and we understood the assignment in certain areas, but those Southern women, the Southern white women, just remind me not to eat pie and eat at their restaurants and diners ever when I stop, make a rest stop. You stupid. You so stupid. <laughs> I don't know why anyone is surprised about the South. I mean, let's know. They are, I mean, I always, I always think of white women as being different from the North because you grow up with a whole bunch of different, you know, assortment of people. Like you have a different perspective. Don't get me wrong. There are plenty racist people in upstate New York, in New York City, in the mm-hmm. city. In, in Maryland, there's plenty, but you have a kind of a different perspective and you're, a lot of women are more independent. So I think that's part of it with Pennsylvania and New York and maybe up North, you know, in the Midwest, like the upper Midwest, that people have an independent streak about them that they, you know, they care about their, their lives. They want careers. They want to be able to do stuff. Dobbs was a big factor in those races. For, for women, for all women, but especially white women, because they don't want to be restricted to having to have a, a, a baby. And in the South, people do have more conservative views than they do up North. This is just a fact. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I, I don't I don't know what would make people, especially in Florida, I don't know what would, <laughs> would make them in any way not vote for Republicans. And it's not to say that Democrats didn't vote. I mean, th- three million plus people voted for Val Demi. So it's not like people didn't vote. It just, they just have more numbers on their side and they showed up. There was like a million people that, I think there's 4.1 million Democrats in in Florida, only 3.1 showed up to vote. So right. how, do you get, how do you get the other million people to turn out and do what they need to do? That is, yeah. a, that is, that is a Florida party issue that needs to be, that needs to be discussed. I know North Carolina, oh my God, Working with their state party was horrible, trying to help Sherry Beasley. So these state parties need to need some responsibility put on them because mm-hmm. the, what happens, and I don't think people understand this, so I'm working on the back end of this, the state party is the one who's doing the, the field coordination. All of that work on the ground is being done by the state. So if all the events, like a lot of that stuff is coordinated, and if the state isn't doing their, put it like this, how many events did you see Charlie Chris and Val Demings at together? You, Georgia was pretty good at that because they always had Warnock and Ossoff last year. There mm-hmm. wasn't that collaboration this year, but in my state, every single, all the candidates, even the event you went to Shante, all the candidates were there. They had all those people in one place because they want as many people, they want them to see, be coordinated. It's easier that way. 
So you can tell the difference between good states and bad states in terms of coordination. And Florida has one of the worst coordinated campaigns. And a lot of people aren't talking about this, but I'm gonna put this out there. The Bernie bros, the little bro, little brat, the Bernie little brats, they went on strike in North Carolina and they were not knocking on doors and doing what they need to do um, because they were having a fight with the Demo with the North Carolina State Party over like, I don't know, money or whatever. So mm -hmm. they were not knocking the last couple of weeks because there was no one to knock. All the other groups had to take the slack of what they were doing. So F those kids. From what, I, from what I understand, there was a similar situation going on with um, with Maloney with um, because um, a certain state senator decided to run against him and primary him and her little DSA people decided to sit out on the general election and pout and do nothing. She's awful. She is awful. And state party. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. This person should have been let go from when this person left. I mean, resigned as the former governor of New York. This person should have left right with him. Instead, I think, honestly, Jay Jacobs endorsed Kathy Hochul. I don't think he endorsed her in good faith. I don't think so. I don't I'm think so either. Won, but I don't think he endorsed her in good faith. Okay, you have to explain that because you think he was trying to, to harm her? like for like He purpose? was trying to hold his job. Mm -hmm. Got it. Yeah, he did it. He didn't. He didn't do it because he likes her. He did it, but out of necessity to keep his job, basically. Keep yep. his job. To well, keep his. He should honestly. He should have been fired when he said what he said about the girl that I don't even like up there in Buffalo because that was trifling, and he should have been let go from then. You don't compare black women to to white supremacists. Like who fucking yeah. does that? He's he's a dick. Um, mm -hmm. I'm. So, I mean, Kathy. Kathy, like you said, had a good showing and mm -hmm. stuff. But I mean, at the end of the day, I'm going to put, I'm going to do the same thing I just said about state parties, because those congressional races were also dependent on the state party to get out, like, like Sarah said, to get out the vote and do, do that. And, none of that. and that's his turf. And the only seats that were really held, I mean, with the exception of Pat Riley, the only seats upstate that were technically held by Democrats that weren't in blue, blue areas, all the toss-up seats are basically done. So that whole special master, let me just say this very clearly, fuck the special master for drawing that shitty ass map. And, you know, people are mad at, you know, they were mad at Sean Patrick Maloney and the whole, like you running in this district and Mondaire then had to go run the other. This district was purposely built this way. Mm -hmm. And and it was purposely drawn in a way that it could flip, right? And it did. And so did New York 19. Mm -hmm. It flipped well. And so we have to start acknowledging that why we have to deal with these gerrymandering issues. Mm -hmm. It's a whole thing. And I really wish that we, yeah. and we're not going to do it now because we don't and even it, have. And it was, it was also redrawn to deliberately knock out one of two Democratic exactly. representatives with Nadler and Carolyn Maloney. It's- It was a whole shit show mm -hmm. of stuff. 
And people, you know, people will, will go back and say, well, maybe the Democrats should have drawn the map a different way. And then they wouldn't have took it to court. I don't, it doesn't matter. I think no matter what the map looked like, if it didn't favor Republicans. It wasn't, it, 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 that's exactly it. Because what happened was that so-called independent commission took a look at the maps that the legislature drew up and the Republicans on that commission stalled it. And they took it to court. The Republicans took it to court. Exactly. So it wouldn't have mattered. I no. mean, I, happening in Long Island, because Long Island and Nassau County is basically those two seats, you know, they were lost. And I don't know if um, the other one, New York 22, like I said, still pending. But it was not a good showing. Once I saw those returns coming in last night, my heart sunk because I was like, oh, my God, New York is going to screw us over. We're going to get screwed out of the house because of New York. And it's like I said, it's, it was done purposely. We mm -hmm. all, remember one of the last states to submit their maps and they waited until, remember, we had to change the, we had to change the primary, like the primary was changed from July all the way to, like all these things are factored in because Sean Patrick Maloney didn't start running for that seat until August. And I mean, it was late August, but that, I mean, it was like, what, the first? I mean, you April. can't run for a seat that you don't know what the district is going to be. And and when I look at my spreadsheet that I made, we we are doing pretty good in our incumbent seats, but the seats that we had open, thanks to redistricting or Tom Swazi deciding and Kathleen Price deciding to retire, like those are the seats where you said people don't know any those people that are coming in to represent them. Like a, the portion of Sean Patrick Maloney's district that he knew, which was Westchester, they voted for him. Mm -hmm. The Putnam and um. Uh, what is it, the other one? Rockland. And then there was, there's another county that was in there. They voted for, for the other guy. I don't, was that, I don't even know who that guy was. I don't know any of these Republicans, but maybe they knew him better and they felt more comfortable or they, we, or like you said, people, the DSA wants to stick it. So they told people to stay home. Franklin. Oh, well. Which, which is, you know, which is all of this is why you don't just say, oh, it's a blue state. It's fine. You don't get uh, complacent. Yeah, because we've all lived through Pataki. Like, we didn't see Pataki was the governor. He, he was the governor there before I moved. For 12 and, years. Exactly. And then, of course, you know, the, the nasty guy came in office. You know, the little perp. Liz Smith's homeboy. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> that dude. And then, you know, it is what it is. Like, there, we we have definitely, I mean, Giuliani was, was the mayor. So we have, we... New York, even though I don't live there anymore, and but we had Michael Bloomberg. Remember exactly. So we, there is there is a a possibility always, and I know that's why you were nervous about it because you never know what could happen. Mm -hmm. And I, I'm glad that Kathy won. I mean, my state itself is a blue state. Maryland is a blue state. We have a blue legislature, a blue um Senate. You know, but we had a Republican governor. You just never know how white people will decide was he the governor for like 12 years or like eight years who um hogan yeah he it'll this is his eighth year so we have we have term limits so he's he's gone that's how west was able to win so shout out to west Moore. yes he is the now he's the only the third elected black governor in the united states history so shout out to him for winning and you know we're exci I'm excited about it. We are all of our candidates won. 
um, at the top of our ticket. So we have, you know, a black governor, a new, our first black AG, um, attorney general. We have our first woman controller. So we made, we made history as well yesterday, our first lieutenant governor, woman lieutenant governor. And I'm proud of that. But I also, you know, I feel, I, a part of me, I'm an empath. I feel bad for everyone else. I couldn't really celebrate how I really felt about it. Cause I'm like, damn, Florida just threw their whole like entire political scheme into the trash again. Everybody, even though we lost like three democratic strongholds in like the outside New York City area, but it was not like Florida. Florida just sunk their shit. Mm-hmm. Like we had our first woman governor elected, our second black lieutenant governor, first Afro-Latino. Yeah. We have our first black attorney general elected, re-elected twice, like re-elected for the position. Mm-hmm. We have our Jewish senator serving five terms, the longest serving senator of New York State. And we have, I think this is Tom Dinopoli. He's Italian. Mm-hmm. So, and all except two, no, one are all from the downstate. Yeah, I mean, we've made strides. There's there's no doubt about it. I mean, Tish being reelected is a big deal, right? I mean, that's a that's a big deal. We should celebrate those things. So, like I said, there's a lot of things to celebrate, but it also feels horrible to know that our people in the South are, you know, they're they worked really hard and the it's fact sad. that they it's keep sad. it's sad they, because people in our collective really worked hard and then to have backwards ass people, low information people. No information, white people. Yes, I said that. Selfish. Selfish. Exactly. And yeah, I mean, like, we, I think we talked about it on Sunday, too. You know, I know there was a conversation yesterday about, you know, Latinos and, and the Cuban community in Florida and, you know, their impacts on it. And it's true. It's not, you know, they're, you know, Black people, let's be clear about this. They show up and they vote and they're pragmatic. Mm-hmm. And they do their job in terms of getting the vote out people will show up. They do, you know, they're doing the hard work and it sucks that, you know, and I, and I, I, I heard people, you know, crying and upset and pissed and cursing in Shantae's space yesterday, but I understood their emotions because I feel like, you know, you, you're so reliant on, especially in Florida, on the, on the Hispanic community in Texas in the Hispanic community. And then you have white voters. And then you're like, you, you're doing everything you can to elect and not to say that there's not those same people who are true blue Democrats not doing the same thing. But I mean, cause there was, there was white women on there pissed as well. And Latina, there was a Latina pissed as well, but we had, we had good with some good pickups in Texas too, because uh, was it um, Myra Flores? Is that, what was that her name? Well, she lost. Yeah, she yeah. lost. That's what I'm saying. That was good. She lost. We picked yeah. up a seat with her district. We also picked up, um, I can't remember the guy's name who won. It's a brand new district, gerrymandered district, right in the middle of Texas, meant to benefit Republicans. It's supposed to be a red district and a freaking Democrat socialist won it. Oh, so, that's probably um, Greg, Greg Cesar. That was in, that's in Austin. Yeah, I mean, listen, the, the, 
whatever it there there is there was gains i mean even 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 the bernie people they're so obnoxious can i just see that they're so freaking obnoxious mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. i have never seen sore winners in my life in politics i mean i have but they are probably the worst people i don't know if you saw the tweet that i posted earlier from fetterman's campaign manager where he basically cursed he said the f word in the in in the post they his um his communications director has his middle finger up in in a response to what he said i'm like what is happening here where where is the cool where is the professionalism like these people are the scum of the earth running this wow it was bad you have to see it there it's so bad i screenshotted it and posted it i was like what in the entire hell is happening here you are you won and you should be excited and should be happy Instead, you're like trying to fight. I have so many bros coming into my comments. You said Fetterman was going to lose. I'm like, okay, I said two days ago that he was going to win by two. What are you talking about? Like, you just want to fight me about something from a primary that happened five or six months ago. What are you doing? Be happy your candidate is going to the United States Senate and won, even though he won by 3% and the the governor won by 13%. But let's not even go there. Just shut up. Like, be- Take the fucking win. Yeah, be, I'm like, I have a whole series. It's called Shrek is going to DC. Like, this is going to be a whole thing for the, I'm going to just have it because he's going to go to DC and I'm going to get him a suitcase and the whole nine yards. So we're going to have a whole- fun with this because what else are you going to do get him a suit get him a suit oh god he needs suits yeah and we don't need um kirsten cinema coming up in the motherfucking senate looking like they fucking going to a wave or just woke up scratching their ass my friend me right before she's like yeah he's gonna be cinema 2.0 mark my words and i'm like yeah i already know that but this is he won so he will keep the majority he said he wanted to be the 51st vote let him be the 51st vote. I don't know what the hell we're going to do with 51. I mean, Kristen Sinema is a, you know, she, she is special and Joe Manchin is special, but I guess one, you know, we can get Warnock. That's one more vote that we would have for judges or whatever. So I don't, I don't, I don't think there's going to be, if we, I know you said you're manifesting, but if for some reason we lose, if for some reason we lose the house, I mean, there's not going to be much governing happening. The, the Republicans are just going to be mm-hmm. doing a bunch of hearings, being a bunch of assholes. And we and the Senate will continue and, and do their judge thing. And, you know, maybe a bill will get passed along the way. But they're going to be total douchebags the whole time for two whole years. And nothing's going to get done. So, let yes, let's manifest and pray and hope, whatever it is that you do, that the you know, hope is built on nothing less. I got that from a gospel song. It's a hymn. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't yeah. had a hymn book. I haven't held a hymn book in like two and a half years. I haven't walked in my church. Church's been on Zoom. I refuse to get sick. I don't blame you. Because I didn't go yesterday. I was invited to go to the West to the West, um, you know, celebration party. But I was, I was like, invited I- for a Tish James thing. 
Yeah, I was like, I thought to myself, you know, I went to the event, I went to the event on, on Monday and I was like, oh my God, I, I'm already freaking, I was already freaking out, like so much COVID, like I'm not, expo- and I saw the room and I was like, thank God I didn't go because there was like so many people, it was in a Marriott and there was like so many in a ballroom and so many people like on each other. I would have been freaking out, like freaking, freaking out. I can't. COVID. I wore my mask right at that get out to vote, and it was two, I was doubled. I was like this. <laughs> it was like, Whoo, yeah, but Tish came afterwards, you know, I was just like, and I was trying to stick around because I was trying to get up and vote early, but right. Bill Clinton, he is so long-winded. I know. He is long. He spoke good, but he was, everybody was like, Bill, Bill. He said, hello, everybody. How are you? He's so like, so is it, Kathy? And Kathy, you know, she is so tiny. I saw her today and I posted a pic. I had um congratulate her and John Fetterman. She had a picture with them. You know, he's huge. He's like six eight. And then she was she was like this tiny little thing next to him. You gotta see the picture. It's hilarious. She's only she, like five oh, one. She's shorter than Kamala Harris. She sure is. She was tiny. I was like, oh wow, she's really little. And I remember you had said that on Sunday, and I was like, oh yeah, she really is, especially next to his tall, doofy ass. <laughs> Look how she was hugging Eric and she was like tippy toeing. She was like, thank you so much. No more fighting. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> and here go Eric smiling like, yeah. <laughs> oh, Eric my is- God. Oh, all right. So I know we're all exhausted. Yes, I know we were all up late last night and into the early hours this morning, waiting on those returns coming in. So it's going to be a marathon. Yes. <laughs> In short, don't stress yet. Stay Marathon, calm. that's a good sign. It's a good sign. Exactly. There was no red wave. It was barely a little tiny, tiny little trickle on the on the on the penny liner. So no ripple. Just it was little. it was a it was a mini red wave on the Long Island. Just but, a little, just a little bit of spotting. But and not let- in New York City. And I, and that's another thing. Stop blaming New York City Democrats for your shit. I had to say that. I mean, it's like, we are not the problem. From Even though people don't like the mayor, I don't have no issues with the mayor. He wasn't even your fucking problem. You take that shit up with Jay Jacobs. Word. Yeah, mm-hmm. no. It was what it was. Right now, the, the Republicans have picked up only six seats. They thought they were going to win. They thought they were going to pick up at least 15. So uh, yesterday, the prediction was they were going to have 235 seats at the end of this. They are lucky if they end up with 225 at the end of it. More than likely, if they do win, it'll be like 220. And, you know, and then I'm going to have to say my daily prayer for about for two of them. But that's a whole different mm-hmm. story. Goodness. So don't stress yet. We're still waiting. We're not going to have results. We're probably not going to have any final results until Friday, maybe into the weekend. So... Just keep your wits about you. Stay as calm as you can. Relax Don't freak out yet. Yes, roll your shoulders, smoke a joint, do whatever you got to do. I'm going to work out tomorrow. It's not over yet. So thank you, Tim, for being with us twice this week. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Welcome. And Shante, ma'am, it's just you and me this Sunday. Listen, it's gonna be fun. It All is. Nails. Then we have Nina may be the special guest. 
You're like, maybe. <laughs> like, don't wear my Jimmy Choo. Girl. Take those off. <laughs> that was so That was so funny. Oh, my goodness. So, until next time, everybody. We'll see you later. Bye. Thank you for joining us for another episode of Unapologetically She. I'm Sarah. I'm Shante. I'm Eliane. You can find us on all social media platforms at the T-H-E-E Joyful She. And it's because of listeners like you that we are able to share our thoughts on current events. Please support us on Patreon at The Joyful She. We'll see you online.